JW Megawake Show. I am your host, the Candy Man, and today you're in for a special treat. Please welcome to the show local San Francisco resident and entrepreneur Maria Davis. Hey, woo! How was the uh, commute over here? It was easy. We live one neighborhood away. That is convenient. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So I've seen this. Uh, this Bloody Mary mix. I just, I get thirsty when I see the picture of this, uh, this Bloody Mary mix. I, I know that you created this. So I want to, yeah. Yeah. That's the goal. Make people thirsty for Bloody Marys. Yeah. So what, um, what inspired the, uh, the idea of the, the Bloody Mary mix or this in particular Bloody Mary mix? Well, um, so I own a bar called St. Mary's Pub, and we've had a Bloody Mary menu for a long time, uh, and it's just kind of um, acquired some fame and accolades. And so maybe like five years ago, I was like, you know what? I should bottle it, the mix, and sell it. And then it took like a couple years to sort of like get my ducks in a row, and then I kind of had the idea to bring a couple people into it. And uh, my sister was moving to San Francisco at the time. And um, also one of my bartenders and really good friends, Amy Rothbauer, um, who's kind of a San Francisco staple legend, um, uh, was interested. So we, three years ago, we sat down like for our first meeting and came up with the idea of calling it three sisters because we were going to kind of play on like the religious satire with St. Mary's pub. Um, and we've had, it's been (laughs) quite a journey. Uh, there's been problems with co-packers and we got frauded and anyways, a couple months ago, we finally got the product in hand. So now we are just finalizing the website, and um, we have a product, and we're going to be selling it um, within the next few weeks. It starts. Wow. It all begins. I remember when I first moved to uh, the city, it was impossible to find a good Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm an East Bay native, and I remember like going to all these places and being like, man, it just tastes like tomato juice basically yeah and it's so hard to find a good bloody mary i remember the first time i i went to saint mary's and i was just like what the heck? i couldn't believe it existed <laughs> so where are you guys located or yeah well yeah the headquarters is like my garage <laughs> <laughs> so Bertle heights we call it Bertle heights yeah i don't yeah. know it's interesting with the, the neighborhoods these days 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind—I of, feel like with Bloody Marys, I feel the same way. Uh, I'm pretty particular about them. And, you know, I think a lot of people are. I went to a lot of places that, you know, it was just like tomato juice. And, and then I also went to other places that really like overdid it and tried to make it too complicated. So I just wanted to use all the elements of a Bloody Mary, but just do a really good job at them. And, um, you know, like really fresh citrus and I make my own horseradish and, um, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, uh, and then, so I based the mix on our classic recipe, which at the bar we have all the Bloody Marys are made to order. Um, but we, you know, worked really hard to replicate that flavor, and it took some time, but I, I think we got it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'd be curious. I would just love to hear about your journey mm-hmm. as a as a bartender and I mean off, entrepreneur and how it all evolved and yeah how it all started <laughs> well how far back do you want me to go like it's, like yeah. I was born <laughs> it was the early morning hours <laughs> <laughs> well I guess I'll start um I moved here in 2008 when the economy was really good (laughs) and I worked in the interior design industry but I had like um I'd always bartended throughout my 20s and I had uh had a dream of owning a bar um at some point and so um I was married at the time and that was both of our dreams so after a while we kind of decided to pursue it and found out that um St. Mary's was for sale, which was a, um, wait, can I swear? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it, Somebody, everyone else has got the earmuffs in here. So we're good. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's used to hearing me swear. <laughs> My six-year-old is here for you listeners. So um, it was a total shithole, but it had like huge potential. And so, um, I kind of found out word of mouth and we kind of, you know, we went for it and then split up in the process and I ended up getting the bar or, um, and, uh, what year was that? That was, um, we owned it together very briefly. So that was like 2010, 2011. Um, and then, um, yeah, I just kind of ended up really enjoying it and it's become my life <laughs> very much so. Um, and then in what, 2017, I went on to join the Stud Collective, which was a, a group of us um, that were trying to save the Stud, which, you know, of course is... Can't an icon yeah. of San Francisco and um it's on Bryan Street right Brian and it's on um it's on ninth well it's on the corner of ninth and Harrison but it's 399 9th Street um but there actually is like a secret Harrison address too it's kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> never yeah I've never been through the secret entrance it's yeah well it yeah <laughs> it's a great place to check out too yeah yeah it's amazing you know it's a historical queer space and um 
it's you know what's happening to the city these spaces are disappearing and it was just something that was really important for me I just kind of felt like is nothing sacred um so we're into our third year with the stud collective and um yeah so that's kind of been my journey as a bar owner um St. Mary's is really I am proud of myself I've done a lot of work to change it around but it's actually a really historical bar which wasn't even really known when I got it uh but it's now considered to be the oldest post-prohibition bar in San Francisco um and we became a legacy business was it early yeah earlier this year the very beginning of the year it feels so long ago because it was it's almost the end of the year yeah wow Um, it's gone by and yeah it's just uh it's been a really cool journey um so yeah yeah i know you guys have the popcorn too it's always fun (laughs) we have a popcorn machine yeah when the popcorn machine wasn't working a few months ago and people i've never heard so many complaints i'm like don't you feed yourself (laughs) People like there's food out they really do i mean i do too it's pretty good popcorn though well it depends who's making it if i'm making it it's not very good because i'm health conscious i don't want to add too much oil too much salt it happens it happens and you got the pool table you got the photo booth and the mm-hmm. pinball machine jukebox what else could oh, well. the best jukebox in the city and i mean i chose everything on it so of course i think it's the best one but yeah, that's fun it a lot is. Of Johnny Cash. but it is yeah yeah it's all you all you wanted a bar right yeah i mean that's what i wanted i just wanted a bar that has those things and is like a second living room and yeah friendly people i didn't i i remember arriving in san francisco and going to a lot of bars where the bartenders were really rude um and i'm like we can do better than this san francisco but I think it's like almost like a gimmick. I don't know. I still don't get it because I still see it a lot. Yeah. I know. And these places are packed too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, some of these places and it's like, man, you know, I've been waiting. I was like 15 minutes and like I'm I'm yelling to try to get my drink. I just, that's what I, I feel like a lot. And there's something about, you know, St. Mary's that has that warm feeling like when you walk in. You know, yeah. You feel like you're at home. You know? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it has a good energy. Right. I know you guys have like theme nights too. Yeah, well, we have DJs like two or three nights a week. Um, and, you know, different types of music. We have uh, um, bingo on first oh, wow. Tuesdays now. Actually, yeah. What? Was it what? First Tuesdays? It's first Tuesdays. Oh, wow. 68. Bingo. First Tuesdays with 3895 Mission? Is that the Th- the address? 3845. 3845 Mission. Mission. Bingo. First Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. We've Jean the Bingo Queen. And she's hilarious. I, oh my, it's been for a while. Since, bingo, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's fun. That's a really kind of traditional kind of, wow, there needs to be more bingo. There needs to be more. Well, Jean does it at other places in the city, but there, I mean, I would definitely say there isn't enough bingo. <laughs> But, yeah. the, you know, like local churches for, you know, the real bingo with like the pink haired ladies and 
My gosh, we should yeah, we could play, we should have brought the bingo. We could have played bingo. That'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Um Yeah, we got bingo. We've got trivia every Sunday night. Um which I'm a huge Jeopardy fan. So Me too. Oh my gosh. These people thought I was joking. Yeah, I was told it was like at seven o'clock. I gotta go home and watch Jeopardy, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I used to watch it every single night. That's how I got through like being a new mom. I'd watch Jeopardy and then put the baby to bed. There was something that's so therapeutic about Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. It know? is. I watched it as a kid with my grandparents and so it, you know, it has like good associations. How are you how sad are you about Alex Trebek? Oh my goodness! I actually haven't even heard that yet. Are you breaking the news to me right now? Is this? Well, no, he didn't. He okay. He's still. But you know the like the yeah, status the of his health. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 Yeah. No, no, no. Oh wow. Okay. He's I still mean, alive. I'm sad, but okay. you know, I'm sad. But he's he's a fighter. We all know yeah. that, right? Yeah. Wow. That that guy's uh, this guy's put a lot of time in. Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't even guess that he's. Yeah, sick. he looks great. He looks yeah. fantastic. He's yeah. a witch. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, they're pretty good at that. I. I feel like Pat Sajak is and on Wheel of Fortune too. Like it's, I always watch them back to back because they're always right next to each other. Right. Like, I think that's being the Candyman. Only thing that could compete. I feel like I being Pat Sajak would be awesome. That would be cool. Can you imagine a game show host? It would. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally be Vanna White though. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We should have. We should have our own version. <laughs> We should. Wheel of Wheel of Fortune night. Wheel of Fortune night. <laughs> I mean, Vanna, you would think that she probably gets paid too much to turn letters, but damn, that girl looks good. I think she's like in her 60s. Yeah, I don't know how she, she looks does. amazing. They yeah. all do. She is a legend. Mm -hmm. Legends. Yup. Yeah. Yeah, so I know you have a lot of, um, you know, upcoming uh, events um, coming up. Um, yeah, like with the launch, you had a launch party coming up. Yeah, do you want me to talk about the launch party? Yeah. Okay, so fun. we have at Three Sisters Mix, just keep an eye out at your local grocer because it will be on the shelves soon. But um, And we have our website that is not live yet. Um, it's threesistersmix.com. But you know how, like, sometimes your friend will, like, write you a check, and then they're like, but don't cash it yet. That's what I'm telling you about this website. Like, don't go to it yet. It's not live yet. But it will be in, like, a week, maybe. We'll be there. Oh, yeah. We'll direct it. Uh, yeah, you, you can. Yeah. Um, you can just. Yeah, you'll find it. I'll. Google it, you know? That's what people it. do. You, when you listen to edit, do you think that, I don't think people are, like, listening to the radio with notepads. So, like, people are just going to Google it. But That's don't. True. But don't Google it yet. I just put something in my Google. Uh, yeah, it, it still even comes up on my Google. I feel like that way too. Who actually, I find it more and more is like, who actually types in a full website to go on Google and they search, you know, Bloody yeah. Mary or Bloody Mary Mix, St. Mary. Yeah. People are lazy. I'm yeah. lazy. Yeah, I've definitely just put it in the search engine every time. Right. Well, anyway, so we have... Um, a launch party on December 14th at St. Mary's Pub, and I'll be making the original Bloody Marys for purchase. 
but wow. you can get a Bloody Mary and then try. We have free samples of the mix, so you can like do a side by side comparison to see how close it is. So if you're a fan of St. Mary's Bloody Marys or any Bloody Marys, come on by. We're gonna have bottles for sale and t-shirts and tote bags. Um, and you'll get to meet all three sisters. Um, the merch is absolutely amazing. Like it's, it's yeah. so funny. I'll see, I'll be, you know, in Dolores Park, or I'll be somewhere like in, in Petro Hill. I'll be somebody I've never seen before. Like the people just, it's pretty, uh, yeah. Eye catching. I really like the flair that you have there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've, well, we, the, I got the logo done by the same person that did um, the St. Mary's logo. So I wanted to kind of have like continuity, but not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, that the logo is pretty cute, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, so December 14th at St. Mary's pub, I think it's, I, this is bad that I've forgotten <laughs> this. I think it starts at one. one There's o'clock. a Facebook event that, you know, you can look up uh three sisters bloody mary mix launch party um we should have some info about it on the saint mary's website saint mary's pub.com um and it'll be really fun and you can see me in action make a bloody mary get your photo taken in the photo booth get your yeah with the bloody mary yes yes going viral mm-hmm yeah yeah, so that's really exciting. That's a really fun thing coming up. I mean, there's always really cool things happening at St. Mary's. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> there's something really happening in in that neighborhood. I just I feel I feel like there's this community. Yeah. Of like artists and like yeah, like real. It's it's definitely a part of the city that it feels that it it's kind of somewhat escaped gentrification a little bit you know i just it really hasn't changed that much and even like definitely the people have changed a little bit but not too much it's still like really neighborhoody and um we like to call it little el salvador do you call it that i think i think that could definitely pass yeah is that i think so i mean there's so many restaurants (laughs) i i love it like you said i just uh I thought it was funny, you know, because the first time, you know, because in the neighborhood, you know, telling someone that, you know, you live in Bernal Heights in that neighborhood, I, I always considered that Mission Street area kind of up the street from El Rio and where St. Mary's Pub is, is to be like outer mission. Right. And so like looking around there, it's because um, they're calling now they're calling Bernal Heights, everything south of Cesar, Cesar Chavez, west of 101, east of San Jose Avenue and north of 280. Uh, Bernal Heights. Oh, I is... thought the d- the um, dividing line was Mission. Yeah, but me San... too. It yeah, feels that way. It just and then when you're up by you know you get further down on Mission towards 280, you're almost if you look on the map, you're within 10 minutes walking to Glen Park Bart Station. So it almost right. feels like Glen Park. Yeah, it's definitely on the cusp of a lot of different neighborhoods. I knew somebody who lives in the neighborhood and. It, they had uh, someone come over and visit for the first time and said it was Bernal Heights. I said, this isn't Bernal Heights. <laughs> it's like so funny. It's just, I guess if you yeah. walk like past 280, the freeway, yeah. and you walk back, you actually are walking up a hill. 
So it actually does kind of make sense that they would yeah. call it Bernal. Bernal Heights. <laughs> Bernal Mission. Um, I know a lot of people ask what neighborhood we're in, like when you're at the bar. And I'm like, Bernal Heights, but you don't have to go far to get to like Glen Park or you're really there though and you're right off the 14 and the 49 so you can yeah. be almost anywhere in the city and just take that bloody mary ride you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. booze cruise yes <laughs> yeah i agree yeah mission is just such a great uh location mission street just in general you know to get to yeah you have a drink and just like oh you know every two minutes there's three minutes there's a bus right outside yeah i know I know, and it tells you how long. It's like we're living in the future. Um, I mean, you ha you have to be riding. You have to be on the 14th, which kind of sucks, but... Yeah, it could be, but I feel like it's... <laughs> like, when you once you get past Cesar Chavez and it's going that way, I feel like from my experience, of course, like, every time you get on the meeting, it's a little different. I mean, everyone yeah. out there, you, you know, that, you know, you don't know what you're really walking into when you get on the <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I feel like what I've seen from my experience, like where that is when you get past Cesar Chavez and if you're going into the city that you could actually get a spot most of the time, but maybe mm -hmm. that's just the times that I'm getting on. Like maybe if you're getting on at, at 7.30 and like commuting downtown for work, then right. it would just be jam packed, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't take the bus that often because I'm totally addicted to my car. <laughs> <laughs> me too that's a rare to have a car in the city and i feel like once you get out there i mean gosh there's been some times like i'll drive into the mission and just like oh yeah i'm just gonna pull into the mission just roll up right in front and park oh my in God. front no way i'm like driving around for 15 minutes no and... way it used to be like that there used to be like even just like five years ago you could drive down into the mission and find a spot because you could you know what streets but now it's like it's bananas it's, it's not bananas. even worth it it's bananas everywhere I really try to not take Ubers or Lyfts very often or cabs and but it's hard you know like I don't want to park somewhere and if you're gonna have a few drinks don't drink and drive yeah totally but yeah it's I broke my leg this summer as you probably saw me in my cast did I you know what I can't you were pretty good about hiding that <laughs> I don't actually remember. <laughs> really? I definitely had seen you. Yeah, I don't know. You're pretty good about hiding that stuff. I... You didn't have a, like a crutch or anything, did you? Yeah, I had, well, really? for like, yeah, for like two, a month and a half, I had crutches. Oh, wow. And then I had a cane, which was kind of cool. I kind of missed the cane. Um, the cane. But I had to take lifts everywhere, even to just go like somewhere close by. If I was going to, I mean, I could drive, but if I was going to go out at all, um, but yeah. It got expensive. But yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, uh, I could see that. I mean, uh, it gets really expensive and the whole thing with, um, yeah, with Lyft and, 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 uh, Uber as much as like, sometimes it could be convenient. A lot of times they're kind of just blocking the road. <laughs> Well, now they have, they've taken lanes out for just, for buses, but also for cabs. I don't, you know, it's, I kind of get it, but I also kind of don't. It's, you know, it's, it's the price of change, I guess. Um, yeah, so lots of cool stuff coming up at St. Mary's and the stud is just always doing 
amazing things um i haven't actually i can't remember gosh i think i went to the stud one time like seven years ago Uh and i can't i can't even remember like walking in the door what it it felt like you know right right yeah they Um, have entertainment there though i know that yeah pretty much um six days a week we have some sort of an, an event happening um, a lot of drag shows, a lot of fun dance parties. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. We have this new thing that's it's about, um, let's see, when did we start it? I don't know, like six months ago, maybe, maybe more than that. Um, it's called Drag Alive. Um, drag Alive. So it's every Friday at seven. It's for... You, Wow, that's tonight. That's t- that's that tonight. An you are right. Yeah. I always forget. You know, when you're a single mom, the weekends don't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's Friday. Um, yeah, it's every Friday at seven. It's for like drag newbies or veterans. So like if you have never been to a drag show or you want to bring your mom to a drag show, bring or your mom. this is like the perfect thing. It gives like a little bit a little bit of drag history and um they're really great shows and then starting on december 26th we're launching a new club show and it's kind of like drag alive um but it also has djs and dancing and it goes till eight um what day is that that starts on december 26th which i think is the day after what Christmas? day is Chris? What day of the week is that's a Friday, right? Yeah, I what think. What day of the week is Christmas on this year? Gosh, you know, I actually have to look it up in my calendar. I know that the the third is a Tuesday, so I'm trying to do the math in my head. So that means that the 24th, so it's a Wednesday. Christmas is a Wednesday, and then um, so that's a Thursday, right? That's a Thursday. Hold on a second, let me check that. Yeah, because that, yeah, is it? Yeah, Friday. So that's like a really cool. Drag Alive is a really exciting new thing that's happening at the stud but there's just you know if you go to the studsf.com there's amazing programming happening and um drag shows dancing it's incredible drag shows I love that it. is that is san francisco that's who we are here you that's know who we are. can you imagine i just can't have, if the stud for whatever reason had to get shut down you hear all these stories you know yeah. Um, of these local, you know, privately owned um, bars, you know, closing down. And it's one of those rare, t- you know, occasions where a San Francisco, you know, business like that, like the stud could stay alive, you know, and, mm-hmm. and continue mm-hmm. on because of the, the community. Yeah. You know, well, so- it, I mean, that was the amazing thing about it is that the community came together to save it. And so, yeah, we all work really hard. Um it's uh, bars like the stud and community spaces and um you know it's really the fabric of what makes san francisco culture and so it's so important that these things are preserved and especially safe spaces for queer and transgender people um you know it's disappearing it's a disappearing culture because um these groups of people are vulnerable and um so we, we're doing what we can, yeah. but we've got lots of exciting things in the future.
Yeah. So I encourage the listeners to check it out. Harrison, Harrison Street. Harrison yeah. Street. <laughs> exactly. It's pretty, uh, I'm trying to think of what line that's off of. It's downtown Soma. Soma, yeah. Right right by Trader Joe's. That's what that's I think That's right. It it's right next to that Nordstrom's Rack and the Trader Joe's. Yep. And Airbnb. Air. It's kind Bed, of right Bath there Beyond. Too. Bed, Bath, the Beyond. The Triple B. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many tech companies there. I'm sure I'm, you guys must get slammed there, actually. Pretty busy. Yeah. So, I mean, at night, you know, it's it's more of a, a later night crowd. Um, I'm not there at night as much as I would like to be, but, um, cause like I said, got a human to take care of. Yeah. Single moms <laughs> are the best. Single would, moms are the best. They're the best. I, uh, I underrated, I think. I, I was, I was, I was raised by a single mom. You That's know, right. You were telling me about that, but then she got to, to marry a professional football player. <laughs> yeah. Somehow that happened. It was a fairy tale. Does that happen to every single mom? Please it could happen. Yes. Yeah, it could happen right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think? One one pick of any uh, NFL football player. I don't know. I, I don't guess you're more personal. Football at all. So, but athlete. I don't. I don't have crushes on athletes. I have weird. My celebrity crushes are on like weird comedians and <laughs> actors. Oh my gosh! Yeah. No. So you know, being you know in the single mom game and being raised by a single mom. You know what that means i put the seat down you put the seat down <laughs> it's trained i don't know i just it just happens i don't know yeah i didn't realize what a rare quality that was oh is it i guess so i don't know yeah somebody said that but it maybe people don't really notice when yeah i've definitely done the like sitting down on the toilet at <laughs> night and feeling the cold porcelain and oh no not good yeah that's, but then that's like besides the fact that all the germs getting on your butt yeah i'm definitely all about equality and i like the you know how bathrooms you know have you know all genders but at the same time you're right it's like it's cool to have like this you know so it's not doesn't become a big mess basically right. without going into too many details well men i are not good at using the bathroom I've noticed. So you have promoting a, a bar. You have a men's and a ladies' room at St. Mary's? Mary's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really encourage like they're really both all genders, but the women's rooms like kind of in the back. So, um, just so women feel a little safer, I keep it as the women's room, um, and that's like whatever being a woman means to you. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, but I do think it's it's great that we're like breaking down these gender barriers because a lot of it is just a construct we've come up with yeah. in society. Gender identity, you know, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. It's a hot topic. It is. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I think what it was for me, the whole, you know, the single mom, like, being raised by a single mom, she ran a daycare. Yeah. And being, you know, surrounded by other, you know, kids and this whole thing, I didn't really identify myself as being a gender. Or right. A girl or a boy identified myself as being like a person, which is yeah, so strange. It's like I don't even like, I'm not even, don't even feel like a man or, or a woman. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, I've talked to my daughter a lot about 
gender identity. And it's, I mean, it's amazing, like, how early these gender stereotypes are really shoved down their throats. And it's like, why does an infant, why does it matter, like, if they're wearing pink or blue or whatever color? You know, that's just something that, like, we've decided makes us feel better, sort of like the gender binary, I think, has made society, I don't know, keeps them in order somehow, but it's so ridiculous, especially when you talk about children. I'm like, why can't my five-year-old walk around without her shirt on? I mean, and she, you know, not that I've like gotten in trouble for it or anything, but it's so silly how early it's so... I'm glad the conversation's happening. Yeah, I know. I remember just being a kid. I'm, I know maybe, yeah, we're maybe the same generation and going to a, a McDonald's and ordering a Happy Meal and they'd ask you if it was a boy or a girl. They do that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's a Especially child. Especially back then. Oh my goodness. Like, Wait, How old are you? I am 32. 30, you're, you're younger than me. Barely. No, you're. I'm 38. <laughs> And a half. I just had my half birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look young. I mean, I don't know what your secret is. What is it? Oh, I I bathe in tween blood. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I use a a daily SPF moisturizer. That's what I think it is. (laughs) is, Yeah. You got the style. Yeah. yeah I guess. <laughs> Fashionista. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was raised by a single mom too. And my mom, you know, is not a very like I oh no, I won't say she's not feminine, but she's not like a girly girl. She didn't take us shopping. That wasn't like she just kind of encouraged us to do whatever we wanted, my sister and I. And you know what she said? She said, you know what, Maria? You've got a face for radio, so she's going to be proud <laughs> that I'm on the radio Yeah, today. oh my gosh, you should see her face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had to get that one Icon. in there, the old radio joke. No, you got it. You got you, you got it, everything. She's got everything. She's got it going on, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. So, I, um, the Bloody Mary mix... And the Bloody Mary menu that you have at St. Mary's is unlike anything that I've ever seen before. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, how did, so when you're going and you're creating these um, these <laughs> different kind of drinks, like, I don't know. How many are actually on the menu? There's seven. Seven. Um, yeah, you know, I really like to cook, but I didn't want to, like, be a cook. I didn't want to be a chef or anything. And creating the Bloody Mary menu has kind of been an outlet for me in that way. Um, Because I make a lot of the um, ingredients myself. And so we have the classic. And like I said, for all of I make my own horseradish. um, And I pickle all of my own garnishes. and so there's a classic, and then there's a Bloody Maria, obviously. I had to have that one. That's just like a regular Bloody Mary with tequila. And then we have an Inferno, which has habanero hot sauce, and I make the hot sauce myself with gloves you, on and a mask. handmade hot sauce. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's hot. Um, 
And then we have the Florentine, which has like a sun-dried tomato pesto in it. And I make the pesto myself. Uh, and then we have a Southwest, which has chipotle and lots of lime in it. Um, but I, I don't make the chipotles myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have a masala Mary that has like Indian masala sauce. Um, which I, I, I also do not make that. I leave that up to people that are more experts in making Indian food. <laughs> um, and then we have the Japanese, which has wasabi and sake and sriracha in it. And that one's really good. And was that seven? I think that was seven. That was seven. Okay. Wow. That is, uh, that is quite a, that's quite a, Quite a few options there. There's something for everyone. There is the tequila, mm-hmm. yeah. Or you, and you can get it for a couple bucks extra. You can get a, any of them made with mezcal. But the um, the Southwest with the Chipotle is really good with mezcal because it has both both from the Chipotle and the mezcal. You get that smoky flavor. It's a smoky, delicious, Mary. A smoky Mary. <laughs> So yeah, on um, the Three Sisters website, threesistersmix.com, um, we were put we put some recipes down, and um, so we um, put some hacks in there so you can make your own versions of some of the Bloody Marys oh, and so Saint Marys um, with the Three Sisters Bloody Mary mix. If you're not near Saint Marys, to have me make them for you, um, and yeah, it is really fun. It's really, really cool. I, yeah, I mean, I don't, it's, I don't even, it's exciting. I don't really, honestly, there's no, there's nothing that even comes, comes close to even, it's such a quality Bloody Mary. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, there are a lot of really good Bloody Marys around the city. And, you know, like I said, when you're a parent, you can still go out and drink, but day drinking is very (laughs) (laughs) few and far between. Um, but when I do get to try the Bloody Marys, I've had some really good ones. And usually we do, um, the Bloody Mary mix or the Bloody Mary festival, the San Francisco Bloody Mary festival every year, um, which is a really cool event. And you get to try so many different Bloody Marys and they have just like little samples of them and, um, people have are so creative it makes me feel like really boring with my bloody marys i don't know about that you were like the least boring boringest person Uh, (laughs) it's a a a plus and a minus sometimes (laughs) oh my goodness yeah yeah so um december 14th is a is a big day for that launch party Mm -hmm. um that's exciting um you're gonna have a, a bingo night uh, on on the first Tuesday, there's just so much action. I feel like there's no way that you'd have to. Yeah, I mean, you're always doing something. There's something going on. Yeah, the neighborhood is hot. The neighborhood is hot. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I try to keep myself busy. I um, definitely am one of those people that if I am not busy, I get in trouble. So I try to just take on a lot of responsibilities i feel that way too i feel like you got i've got to do like five things to even make myself feel like normal yeah yeah i single mom business owner 
rock star entrepreneur, uh, buddy Mary <laughs> creationist. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, There's just no end to the talents here. What else? How's it? <laughs> I um, I'm really g- good at guessing what time it is. I mean it. Like, like, like I won't even look at the clock for like an hour. And then somebody could ask me, and I'm, I will tell you, I will be within two, maybe three minutes. That's one of my main talents. That's pretty good. I remember yeah. I was out somewhere, gosh, a couple of years ago, and it was early. I knew it wasn't like last call, and I'm not talking about at your establishment, at, at St. Mary's, but I was this place downtown, and somebody rang the bell. Something, and it's, you know, when you ring the bell in some of these places, like last call, but it was only 12 o'clock, so I feel like. They were just trying to get people to come back to the bar. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. It's so strange. Well, I wonder. I know that like different bars do kind of different like gimmicks, and I don't mean like gimmicks like in a bad way. Like <laughs> you know, so you get a big tip. But isn't like isn't it at Cold Stone Creamery? I've never been to a Cold Stone Creamery. Oh my gosh! But don't they have a thing where if you get a tip? you tip them they have to ring a bell and start shouting and, and shit there is something like that that might be actually Maybe that's what it was that is really funny like i've seen those everywhere tipping is sexy i see that everywhere yeah but there is tipping is, be is also oh, not a river in china yeah so i just uh i yeah i mean everyone kind of has their own different kind of last call for alcohol Mm-hmm. You know, some people are like, yeah, get out of here. And some people are like, oh, it's sweet and nice. But I feel like it's hard, you know, to get people out if they're having a good time, you know? Oh, tell me about it. I don't really, um, I don't really bar- I bartend like closing shifts anymore. But when I did, I really could say last call super loud. So now when I have to do last call, I just start throwing drinks in people's faces. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't actually. That's do that. hilarious. <laughs> I went to some place and it was a really nice kind of hey, here's a nice last shot, and they gave gave out this shot. Oh, that's nice. Um, I think it was Nightcap. Oh, the downtown. Nightcap. Yeah, downtown. It was an old um, dive. Yeah. On O'Farrell, and uh, they had this like drink. I like it, it was like a sweet shot. It was just basically like hey, here's a shot. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Did it have Rufinol in it? So like people really got out of there. Well, not really. really. They're like, go and just go to sleep for like, like twelve an, hours. It was like twenty-four an, hours. It's a nice like thing. It's like, oh, if you have a half a drink, don't drink it. Just take the shot. <laughs> it's so funny. I guess. But what if somebody's already had too much to drink? Which that does not happen at St. Mary's or the Stud. We never overserve anybody. That's never happened. Nobody's ever acted inappropriately at either. Of those it's very well behaved. People are walking around with ascots and monocles, basically. That's how their behavior is. Yeah, they're not doing any harm. No, no, definitely. All good behavior. <laughs> All good vibes. What, okay, so what is the like, the the craziest thing that you've seen in in your years of of uh, being a bar owner and a bartender? I I just can't imagine. You probably have so many stories. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I don't know. I honestly like it's it's like hard because there's like I guess it depends like what, crazy. I mean I've seen just like the very typical bad behavior happen so many times with drugs and people doing things in the bathroom that they're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, it's snowing, huh? <laughs> it's well, yeah. I don't know. I really, I wish I had like a really good story to tell right now. Um, but you know, I I remember I I kicked, there was this guy that was like probably like six foot five, and he was this giant guy, and he um, he was like a Vietnam vet, and you know, he was definitely had some stuff going on but he just straight up pissed on the floor and i was like you need to go oh wow <laughs> and he was like why because like, you just pissed on the floor oh my gosh he must have been just intoxicated. i was yeah yeah i was delusional i i mean i i mean there's i don't know but there's that's honestly has happened more than once that type of thing it's I don't know. I would. I'd, I'd have to think about it for the best story. But I also am keeping in mind my six-year-old is in this room. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had a. Remember, I had the Saint Saint Mary's hat. I love that hat. Yeah, it's a good hat. Yeah. Our one of my bartenders was wearing one. I want to say it was in a different city, and somebody bought his used hat. <sighs> For like $30, which you can get them for 15 <laughs> But I guess like if you buy underwear online, you know, you know what? I'm going to stop myself right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just upsell. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I, I might've told you this story, but I had actually, so I, I had left my hat on the bar and went to go play some pool and somebody had actually sold my hat my used hat because it was just like when you see this you have to have this hat yeah it's just one of those things it's just like i don't know it's just i have to have this hat i don't know they're cool yeah so i felt like it was kind of similar that's that's funny that you said with um somebody was wearing it and they sold it to somebody for 30 bucks i I felt like that's kind of what it was was now i feel like we owe you a hat oh you know what we sold your used so i got another one yeah and then that one was stolen um i don't know if intentionally but there's this girl she like took it and i never saw it again yeah Aww. i never saw her again either wow that's a bummer <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah i could see that i would think that's what it is i just just wear a hat around and just like yeah <laughs> wait for the next offer you know? totally can't afford not to <laughs> yeah yeah in san francisco just like anything gosh yeah we 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 go through merch quite a bit people buy a lot of it um but yeah uh we sell a lot of hats the sweaters too are are nice you know we kind of i think people especially people from out of town think of like san francisco is like you know california and it's warm and it will be during the day (laughs) and then the second it's five o'clock Especially in our neighborhood, it's like a wind tunnel. And so that's how we get them. Then they have to buy a hoodie because they came in like, oh, it's warm. It's going to be warm for the rest of my life. Wrong. You got to buy a hoodie now. So I think that that's like probably about 90% of our sales is people just not preparing for the cold. Oh, yeah. Let's see that. (laughs) Oh, they're from San Diego or something. Yeah. It's so beautiful in the daytime, though, there. Like, on the south side of Bernal Heights, you got the sun mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. But the second that sun goes down in the wind, it's like, whoa. Yeah. I need to see Mary's jacket. I'm yeah. Sweater right now. 
Yeah, and it's so dear because uh, my daughter goes to kindergarten on the other side of Bernal, and it's like gets crazy hot, and it's but it kind of stays warmer at night, a little bit. It's nice. Um, yeah, weather. Yeah, weather. <laughs> Gosh, it is a November day, and it was pretty nice today. It was nice today. Yeah, I'm kind of like. Trying to get myself in like the uh, mental space for the cold, because I, you know, I'm actually excited for Christmas. Me I like too. Christmas. So suck it, haters. Yeah. Gosh, Christmas. There's something. It's like warm and fuzzy here in yeah. San Francisco, and you got you know Thanksgiving next week. Do you, Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything Thanksgiving? A you know, Friendsgiving. I, well, I I hosted Thanksgiving the last 15 years at my house. And it really was a ritual. And this year I was like, I'm not going to do it. But now, like, I think I am going to do something, but more scaled back. TBQ. That's my, that's what I think we're going to do. Um, TBQ. Barbecue mm-hmm. TV. That's, that's original there. Yeah. Did you make that up? I I did. I think you did. Yeah. I did. A TV queue. Yeah. Barbecue and TV. Yeah. No, like tea, like Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, tea for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't put your barbecue in front of your TV. I can imagine. That's the fire hazard. It's hilarious. Unless you had an outdoor TV. I guess. Or projection screen. Well, if you have an outdoor TV, then you're a garbage person. Now, well, now I feel bad because I know people that have them out, you know, to watch the game um, out in their, like, outdoor hangout area. But I try to avoid screens as much as possible, but it it doesn't work. Oh, my goodness. So I've seen this Traeger. So people are just going crazy, like, over Traegers. What's What's that? It's a smoker barbecue. So you put these wood chips in it, oh. and then you, you turn it on, and it, it smokes up whatever you're cooking inside, whether that be a, a nice vegan uh, treat or a, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, a filet, or um, basically you could smoke up anything. I had somebody had smoked up like some cheese in there, some cheese dip, and I was just like tripping out. I'm that just sounds like, every, nice. Yeah. My that goodness. sounds good. My brother-in-law has a smoker and that's what he does every Saturday. He like smokes some sort of a meat and he watches college football and that's his thing. That sounds therapeutic. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a sports fan, but I like the smoking of meats. (laughs) I I actually don't eat that much meat either, but I don't know. Yeah. He really enjoys it. But you know, then I get to hang out with my sister during the day. Um, cause I don't think that's her favorite thing either. <laughs> Pam uh, here at Muni, she's a big cook too. Mm-hmm. She's got so many stories. Yeah. I like cooking too. Cooking is fun. It is fun. I feel like when you're saying like the, with the Bloody Mary, like it's, it's something more, there's, there's a little bit more of sophistication to it. Like you're, like you're not necessarily cooking up a meal, but it's like there's perishable, it's more perishable and there's, right. there's like an art to it, like cooking and and making drinks, there's like this this art to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I won't say I, I I'm not much of a like mixologist, which is like 
I disagree. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've made zero tinctures. I don't muddle very often. Um, I don't strain things, but, uh, I think more cause I'm just like a beer and a shot girl. A little boilermaker, huh? Make that three boilermakers. <laughs> right, that's what the term is, huh? Is it? Uh, well, a boilermaker is, is specific to uh, um, whiskey and a lager, really. But you can, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like the concept of like, but you put it in there. It's like a drop it's shot. It's like a bomb. It's like, the, yeah, it's like a bomb. It's like the original bomb. It's like the original Tic Tac shot. You know, when bomb you put, at Mary's. Get, <laughs> I don't like the bombs. Oh, no, bomb. Um, yeah, during I think Thanksgiving, so, yeah. Or during Thanksgiving. During St. Patrick's Day, we have one regular who you probably know who we're talking about that always likes to get Irish car bombs, which, first of all, the term is offensive and awful. Yeah. And um, it's also a big fucking mess. Oh, yeah. Like, there's Baileys and Guinness everywhere. I really discourage it. I mean, I'll make one, but I am not going to be happy about it. Yeah. I'm going to make a face. Have you ever... So, I remember my first shot that I ever took was a chocolate cake. Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah. yeah. I remember I I was having this throwback or something, and I, I went to order a chocolate cake, and the bartender gave me this look that I'll never forget. I just... <laughs> wish i could capture that moment it was like chocolate cake really yeah <laughs> it's like you add i want to say you, you it's like chocolate liqueur but then you add something funny to it that you wouldn't expect i think you Frangelica? add like lemon juice or something to it, it oh yeah like you chase it that's or right no you like drop it in the shot you when you make you make when you make the shot you uh make it with that and it kind of i don't know it balances it somehow so it take, tastes like chocolate cake. But um, Something with a lemon and a sugar um, dipped in it, I think. Are you, yeah. Are you well, that's like also like a lemon drop shot. That's you do that, that for. too. Yeah, I'm you, surprised that people don't order redheaded sluts from me very, ever. Oh, wow. Okay, so what is that? That's a great redheaded slut. I, huh? I want to say it's... <laughs> Jägermeister and vodka and cranberry juice. That sounds delicious. It's like, just drink the booze. That's how I feel about it. But I'm just like a cranky, bitter old woman. So, <laughs> if you want any of those goddamn shots, <laughs> go elsewhere. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I, uh, I guess I'm more of a, a beer kind of guy. But I... I feel like there really is an art and the crafting and the and everything, you know. Everyone totally, kind of, I yeah. I totally appreciate it, and I you know, when I am in the mood for one of those cocktails, I really enjoy it to go somewhere where they've really worked hard to build a fabulous cocktail because you know there is an art to it, and um, yeah, I'm happy. It exists, but I'm also happy there's bars like St. Mary's where it's not the main focus. Um, where you can you. Oh, my mic is getting all. Oh, oh there it goes. <laughs> Have you heard of ASMR? No. What is that? Oh well, I feel like I shouldn't even dive into it 
but I'm looking at this oh, microphone. Could. Oh yeah, do it, do it, dive into it. Okay, it's. I watch these ASMR videos to go to sleep, so it's like these sounds where you can get like triggers, and certain people it works, and for certain people it doesn't. Um, but people will like rub brushes on the microphones. <laughs> it's really weird. People will do stuff like that. People talk in like whispery voices or like just Excuse like. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so creepy. I know that I can't do an ASMR voice. I have to have like a calming voice, which I know I don't have. Like it's it's okay. You don't ha- you don't have to be like no. You totally do. I know I don't. I'm okay with it. Um, and people talk in whispers. <laughs> uh, people will be like typing. They'll just be like videos of people typing. Um, there's lots, I mean, it, there's like a huge range of these types of videos, but it's like really a lot about the sound it makes and it just like relaxes you. So, um, I'm, I keep looking at the microphone and phone, microphone. <laughs> microphone. There's foam on it, to be fair. There is foam, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots of foam. <laughs> so, <laughs> my mom, she was a, she was a daycare, but then she got into music or she got into uh, massage therapy. And so, you're talking about the noise and the noise and the, the background. So, they, they'd be like this ocean noise in the background. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, the M- MS, was it MS? ASMR. MSR. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, yeah, really captures that, uh, mm-hmm. that feeling. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah, my sister is a massage therapist too. And, um, you know, it's like ocean noises or like fucking Peruvian flute or, uh, you know, <laughs> the uh, the birds chirping the in the birds background chirping yeah relaxing stuff whale sounds that's a good one yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness the sound effects hey you can just go on and on yeah yeah it's uh it's a trip yeah so what is yeah what is your favorite bloody mary at uh at in St. mary's pub uh, I would say the, um, probably the Southwest. That's Southwest. my favorite. I'll have to try that. It's delicious. It's spicy. What did you say that it was, um, what was the address again? 3845 Mission Street. 3845 Mission Street. Come get a bloody man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 380, uh, 3845 Mission Street. Um, you guys are doing a launch party on December 14th. December 14th. We're having a bingo night the first Tuesday of the Every month. Every first Tuesday. Stud has got all this action going on. All kinds of cool stuff. Drag Alive. Check out our website, studsf.com, stmarys.pub.com, and soon, not right now, but maybe in like a week, threesistersmix.com. Check them out. Great. Thank you so much for having um, coming on the show today, Maria, and we will see you soon. Thank you. Bye.
Thank you.
Calling me a salesperson is like saying that Michael Jordan is a janitor. I'm sure that Michael Jordan cleaned up after himself in the locker room. But that doesn't make him a janitor. And anyone that is referring to me as a salesperson is extremely envious of me because they know I have a lot more on the menu. And that isn't an opinion. That is a fact. I remember the first night that we met and the first time that I saw you. And when I put together, <laughs> you were the one playing the jazzy keys. have a lot of opinions 
and opinions aren't factual, which means that they're not factual, they're not truthful. I don't believe in name-calling, but do you know what they call people who don't tell the truth?
bind you down with contracts or trick you with hidden monthly fees. Bind you down with contracts or trick you with hidden monthly fees. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... 
let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen. By uh, here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Feel it in your heart, you can see it in the ground. Yeah. 